Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. And I'm Michelle. And we are continuing our our Pride Month celebration. We are covering the movie Imagine Me and You. Imagine Me and You is a 2005 film. Stars Piper Paraboo. Parabo? Parabo. Parabo. Uh, Lena Headey, Matthew Good, Celia Emery, and Anthony Head. Yes. Uh, it was written and directed by Ole Parker, or Oliver Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has also written and directed Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Uh, but he wrote The Best Exotic Marigold, Marigold Hotel 1 and 2. Yes! And that's why I wanted to wait and get that reaction. I'm doing the drunk drafting. Especially since Celia Emery is in yes, that Yes, she's too. in both of them, yeah. Yeah, he didn't direct that, but he did write and write both of them. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, he's got like he's directed like six things. Mm-hmm. Three of I think three of them are in production right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the big thing is the Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Um, that I love that movie. FYI, yeah. I don't know if we're ever going to get to Mamma Mia on this podcast, <laughs> but uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again is like one of my guilty pleasure. Like I will put that yeah. in just to smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it has an IMDb score of six point eight out of ten. That's higher than I anticipated, to be honest. And a Rotten Tomato score of 34%. Again, higher than I anticipated. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that we were going to be in, like, the, like, I thought we were going to be in much lower double digits. I was expecting, like, an 18%. Because, like... I will say, I think this is better than the Rotten Tomato score. Oh, yeah. It's got, like, a 76 audience score. Okay. That, that makes me feel better. Yeah. No, I can absolutely see that, like, this being a movie that critics hate. Yeah, because it's, it's all cliches and tropes. It is, but this, okay, this is one thing, and this might be something that we've talked about before. I'm like, tropes exist for a reason. They do. And when you can, when you utilize them properly, they can make something great. Mm-hmm. And when you don't then then you're just falling back on on cliches yeah yeah and uh, to be like this movie does that mm-hmm. in a few places yeah but at the same time I, like so like so we will we are going to get into it but some of the stuff with heck yeah like they it, stayed it, away from some tropes yes they really did and it it comes like I don't like the fact that this was made in two thousand five surprises the hell out of me. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you if you guys haven't seen it, uh, the synopsis is a newlywed bride becomes infatuated with another woman who questions her se- sexual orientation, promoting a stir among the bride's family and friends. That's the very short synopsis from IMDb. So when I first read that synopsis a long time ago, yeah, I'm gonna be really upfront. I, I really, really hate infidelity in any way, shape, or form. I'm, I'm there with you. Um, I, I really hate it. it. It was okay in this movie. They didn't go too far with it. Mm-hmm. But the synopsis, for me, made it sound like it was going to go yeah. in a different direction. So I'm really glad it didn't go in that direction. I'm, I'm with you. And that was something that, like, going into... Because, like, I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I was watching... Like, I'm not... When I was watching Love, Simon mm-hmm. the other night to take notes for it, like, I don't know why. I like I just had this thing in my head because I knew that this movie was very poorly rated. Uh-huh. And and I've other and I told you the reason that the reason that I even bought it, like I bought it without having seen it. I bought it because it had popped up on 
lists, um, you know, like a Miss mm -hmm. Mojo video and things like that of, you know, lesser known rom-coms yeah. and, you know, and even like, you know, some LGBTQ movies. And, and so, the, you know, why not? Like one, you know, like the cast was like, I, I love all of these people. I oh, mean, yeah. literally everyone. Yeah. And, and so like, I'm, I'm down for that, but you know, but also I'm like, okay, like, I, I don't quite know how, like it being a 2005 film. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure how this, you know, yeah. how like the queer relationship is going to like, how that's going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and so while I was watching Love, Simon, because I had heard so many good things about Love, Simon and like, and how Imagine Me and You was like a terrible movie. Uh -huh. While I was taking my notes on Love, Simon, I just kept kind of projecting my thoughts forward to you <laughs> and I watching this movie uh -huh. and hating every second of it. And like, I legitimately went into this thinking that like we were going to like that yeah. we were going to be like ranting. Yeah. And that I was like, OK, well, you know, that will give us, you know a good gay movie and a bad gay movie, you know? Yeah. But like, I legitimately enjoyed this movie. This, this was a, for us, it was a British comedy, which is something that we yes. are both very big fans of. And in 2005 was, I think still really finding its footing. Yes. In America. And so I think that's probably a big that's, piece that's of the definitely lower Cause like, score. Cause I think around that time, like Bridget Jones, the first Something one, like that, yeah. probably around that time. But yeah, there weren't really like it was like as... we like probably like we we had like Notting Hill, we had Notting Hill and, and like went to the funeral. funeral. But those are all Richard Curtis. Yes. So to have someone Which Richard not... Curtis like defies yeah. everything, you know. Well, I mean, the thing, the weird thing with this movie, it's a two thousand five we were like glee hadn't even premiered yet like we were yeah. still in a very like pre-queer character yes world like you had what was his name? jack from da dawson's creek and that yes like you had very few characters and maybe that was something that that played into it i don't know and and to be fair like and and i kind of wanted i kind of wanted to bring this up a little bit like with love simon mm -hmm. um is that we it's very very rare to see like it's very rare to to have uh it's very rare to have like a non-independent yeah um yeah, it, movie. Did say that. yeah yeah well the the point that i was going to make is like uh -huh. it's very rare to have a non-independent film about a about a gay lesbian character like or about a a gay lesbian character um because like and even then like most of the ones that we get are are about like cisgender white gay men yeah and so th that's the bulk of the stories and you know like i mentioned i mentioned the movie you know boy erased mm -hmm. in in the love simon episode and that's you know yeah. about a cisgender white gay guy and and a lot of the times they fall into the trope uh you know like the movies are either like you know, it's somebody like who's basically, you know, Jack McFarland from yeah. from Will and Grace. And it's just the most flamboyant, you know, like yeah. rainbows and glitter everywhere kind of kind of white gay guy. You know, or it's a very like dark and depressing story mm -hmm. about, you know, like like takes a Matthew Shepard kind of turn. And it's um 
so like it's right so having a kind of a mainstream movie about a lesbian couple is very rare mm -hmm. and and like and i was gonna you know because the you know what little bit of like an lgbtq like movie market there is said is mostly like predominantly like you know white mm -hmm. gay men and so that's why when moonlight won yeah. academy awards a few years ago like that's huge oh yeah and i i still need to see that <laughs> like i own it but like it's one of those like i i don't know what's holding me back but i'm just like you're gonna be in the right headspace when you watch it and you don't yes. want to watch it before then yeah, yeah exactly it. and and so like with this movie you know i like again i went into it just expecting it's like to be terrible and and I, like it really was like there were definitely some cooper cooper big problem with cooper but i think we're supposed to have a big problem with cooper we are supposed to have a big problem with cooper and also like i have a bigger problem with cooper just because you know of the 15 year difference between the time when this movie came out and like now yeah because that like that kind of character is never okay agreed but it's really not okay now agreed I think what the Rotten Tomatoes thing said mm -hmm. was other than other than it being about a lesbian re relationship, this movie is filled with tropes and it's so filled with tropes almost unwatchable. I don't agree with that. The writing in this is hysterical. It's so fucking funny. And you have Celia Emery and, and, Tony, and Tony, Head. Tony Head delivering some of the best lines in the movie. Guys, we were literally two minutes into this movie or like we were three minutes into this movie and we had already paused it twice because we were laughing hysterically. Yes, and the kid, the girl who plays H, who played yeah, because we have we have the characters. We have yeah. we have Rachel yes. played by Piper Parabo, um, and then her husband Heck, play or Hector Heck for short he goes by Heck yeah yeah played by Matthew Good and her parents are I did not remember her parents' names uh, Ned and Tessa Ned and Tessa played by Anthony Head and and Celia Emery mm -hmm. and. Um, and then she has a little sister, Henrietta. <laughs> like, like, everybody calls H. Yeah, but everybody calls me H. Like, they say it's... <laughs> supposedly it's for Henrietta, but really it's for Jesus H. Christ, because that's what my mom said when she found out she was pregnant Cause, with me. Because H is like... A, 10, 11? Maybe, maybe 12? I'd, ten, no older than 10. That's what I was thinking, like 10-ish. Ten, yeah, which, and, it, which is why when they just, like, leave her alone at the end of the movie yeah. and she shows up and with, with Heck, I'm like, how the fuck did you get here, kid? She's anyway. probably boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but she, so there, there's a significant age difference. And if you know anything about Tony Head and Celia Emery, they are an older couple. <laughs> yeah. And so they would have been a much older couple in, it would have been, what, 95 when they, when they found yeah. out they were having her. Jeez Louise, can you imagine? Yeah, it's... But she's, yeah, she is a gem in this movie. She is, like, because the... And they use her just enough. Exactly. The, because I, I said it straight away that she's probably my favorite precocious kid. Yeah. From, from various movies. Because that's something that does get overused. Yes. And, but yeah, they, they use her perfectly. Yeah. Um, but I don't, like... Um, I'm going to bring this up because there there were two things that you said before before we got on mic. You were like, well, there's this. I'll save it. Yeah. So I want to know what those are because it's killing me. Okay. Now i got to remember <laughs> what they were. Um, That's why I also wanted to do this early. Yeah. Um, the 
I, I don't remember what most of them are now. Um, <laughs> I think that Tony Head was perfectly cast in it. I think that yeah. was part of what I was going to say. Um, I, it, the characters were so interesting. They were. And I'm going to say again what I said off mic. I want Tony Head and Celia Emery to move in next door to the couple that Derek Jacobi and Ian McKellen play Played on Vicious. And I want to watch that show. Yes. Because I think that's probably the worst thing about this movie is that as much as like I like I enjoyed the romance and and everything like I I I take issue with love at first sight sometimes agreed and the fact that they basically said love at first sight is the only way to fall in love in this movie kind of upset me uh cuz I didn't have that experience <laughs> I did fall in love with my best friend and they kind of yeah. made me feel like that was a lesser experience but whatever that's fine I no that's the way it came off to me is that they I, were I understand that. I think the way that it read to me is like be, because it is a um because they're talking I think to it felt more you know like with the love at first sight felt like an allegory for seeing the person not even like the person that you want but seeing what it is like the thing that you want because it took it took until like it took her meeting loose to realize like oh wait I like the ladies yeah, because you know, because I'm like she's. I my big my big bone of contention with this movie is that we don't get enough. We don't get enough of like an internal dialogue yeah. or like internal monologue from Rachel because like a lot of times Rachel's like motivations feel lost to me, mm-hmm. and and so to me Rachel is the weakest character in yes. this movie. Yes, and. And it's and it's because like you don't hear her saying any like we don't know what it is that that she find you know that that she that attracts her yeah. to loose we don't know that all we know is like that she is attracted to her and and she knew she was for her in point three seconds and that's Aaron three seconds and that's that's great I just I don't yeah know, it, just, it it hurt my heart a little to hear. Like, like the, because it just felt like they were saying, like, because, because I don't think, I, my husband and I are a passionate couple, let me say it that way, <laughs> but we also fell in love very slowly. Yeah. And they, they kind of made it, like, I understand what they were saying and that she was never really in love with him. She loved him, but was not in mm-hmm. love with him. I just don't think it was portrayed very clearly. I'll say it that way. Like, that I, was probably my. I, I can my see that. For bones. me, it it came across more as like I said, not again, like not seeing like the person that you want, but realizing that like, like I'm saying it poorly, but that that it just took a you know it just took a minute for her to see loose and say like, no, I like this. This is what this is what I want. And, and because in that way, and, and okay, this, this is a thing that comes across in a lot of, you know, in the kind of like queer storytelling of the, you, cause you have the character who knows there's something different about them, Mm -hmm. but doesn't, but doesn't feel that they can act on that impulse. And so they go with what they go with the norm. And, and so finally taking the step towards the thing that they want, which is considered abnormal. That's the, 
you know, like have, you know, having, you know, having the gay person who, who is told that, you know, like liking someone of the same sex is not okay. And so they stick, you know, they stick with like, you know, the heterosexual relationship and because that's what's expected, that's what's normal. And then finally breaking out of, because that's basically what this movie is. And, and then stepping into the, um, you know, what it is that they're after. And again, I know I'm t- like, I'm butchering this, but it, a lot of that comes from the fact that like, we literally like just finished the movie like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And so we're just kind of really jumping into it. And so I've not had the time to process it. Like I did with like love Simon or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like, like to me, like it, it didn't feel like the movie was pushing a love at first sight agenda so mm-hmm. much as it was, um, like I said, I don't know. It it just it read differently to me. Makes sense. But um, I, it was it, it was just some of the dialogue, not all of the movie, but mm-hmm. some of the dialogue. And maybe it's because they couldn't explain it properly. Yeah, and I, I think that maybe was the problem. Like it wasn't made clear to me properly. Yeah, in, in such a way where I was like, okay, but yeah, there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Because every single character that is in love with someone fell in love in this whole movie, fell in love in the first few seconds. Yeah. And I think that, like, they didn't have, like, 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 the, like, uh, uh, Ned and Tessa, mm-hmm. rather than saying, like, he says, I, I fell in love with her the minute I met her. Like, that, and it sounds like Tessa was the same. And, like, they, they never, even the, even H runs into that boy and there's an immediate, like, mm-hmm. she's in love with him. Like, I think that was my. Yeah. That was more my like they're giving the message to, to it wasn't just uh you know couples that yeah. like like the same I, gender. It seemed, it felt that's just the way that it no, came across. And to now me. now that you're saying that, like I'm I think for me I was I was separating it into because how many fucking movies have we watched where mm-hmm. that's literally like it's all about the love at first sight. Yeah, and that always and, drives me nuts. Well but no um but Every single one of those that we've talked about is it's a heterosexual love story. Yeah. And so to have that lit- I, literally yeah. with that happening, like with with H and with them, uh-huh. like, you know, with the parents, it literally didn't even register to me because <laughs> that is something we have seen so many yeah. times. And so to have it front and center, like with Rachel and Luce, yeah. it it felt differently to me. Because so like yeah. my like my brain processed it in t- like two completely yeah. separate ways, and so that. that that's I think that's what I was getting at was like you know like, yeah it, it like I, because it it yeah. does feel differently. Whereas I was looking at like all of the different love stories like parallel because yeah. I felt like they were trying to parallel some stuff. Yeah, and and so I was looking at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So like we just both had different angles. It was the same. Yeah, like, like I, I'm fine with them getting together or whatever. It's or whatever. You know what I mean? I thought we could get it together. It was just, that is always a nitpick that I make. If mm-hmm. I don't know if I do it. I try to do it on everyone where it happens. I am not a big fan of love at first sight when you barely know the person. Mm-hmm. And like, they did have a cute interaction to start with. Mm-hmm. And so that helped a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, rescuing her wedding ring from the bowl. From the punch, the punch bowl. bowl. Yeah. And then giving Rob, Rob, actually, I take it back. Forget Coop. Rob is the worst thing in this movie. Rob, no, like okay. Coop is like second to Rob only because of uh, Coop has like one or two redeeming moments in the movie. 
Uh, Rob is the worst. Like, like Rob is the worst. But we don't get a lot of Rob. Yeah, I I just take umbrage with the, like, my dick will turn you (laughs) kind of, like, thing. Once again, I think we were supposed to. Yeah. And and it's always something that Heck is like, yeah, no. Which I... I I Heck did appreciate is the perfect that. Man. Like, like, let's just color that what it is. Heck is a pretty perfect character in a the, lot of ways. The, like watching this movie, like as a bisexual, like I was, <laughs> I was literally like, "Fuck me!" I don't like, yeah. I don't know. Like at one point, I like, I, 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 I almost said it, but like we got distracted by something else. Like at one point, I literally like had the thought. I was like, "Polyamory is the only option here." Yeah, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Like, I, let's have a thruple. Whereas my, my thought was, were I unwed, I would volunteer as tribute for, for poor Heck. Like, I love and, Heck. Okay. And I, guys, if, you, if you've listened to our podcast for any <laughs> amount of time, I have a long-lasting, one-sided love affair with Matthew Good. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, true. It's true. I, it has gone on for a very long time. And... This might be one of my favorite roles of his. He is just, he's so fucking good. And the, mm-hmm. the thing that I appreciated about this movie is that because, you know, you and I have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Like, we really hate, we hate the infidelity. Like, mm-hmm. we hate, we hate, like, the left at the altar stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've talked about it before. Like, there have been other movies where I've, it's been like, the guy's getting married. Oh, but he just saw his ex-girlfriend. In the in the same hotel this weekend. Yeah. So is he going to ditch his new his fiance for that? That nothing will make me angry faster. Right. Like for real, nothing will make me angry faster. Yeah. And if if Luce had been a man, I would have probably been more angry because it wouldn't have been a it would have been a different it, it wouldn't have been mm-hmm. a I don't want the dude. It would have yeah. been I don't want this dude. And yes. This dude is perfect. But yeah, there it's probably the reason I because we've talked about Grace and Frankie before. Yeah, it's probably the reason why I have issues with Saul and uh, yes, and what's his name, Robert. Robert, thank you. I thought I'd say Martin. No, <laughs> Saul and Robert. Robert. But it's my issues with them more lie with number one, Saul's a cheater, but it's Saul's a cheater twice, twice, twice over. Yeah, and, and the 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 lying that comes with that. Yes, versus that is always my issue. Like mm-hmm. anyway, sorry, that was off topic. No, but that's where I'm coming I, no, from. No, I this. get like, it, and and I do. I which just, is why I think I appreciated how torn she seemed. Yes. Like, like I appreciated because I was all set to go, okay, so infidelity is not okay. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I know people who go, who've gone through that and it's still not okay. Like, yeah. it doesn't make, like, I had to say it on Grace and Frankie, like, why didn't you tell her 20 years ago? Yeah. Because you, you've made her, you know, you've cheated on her for 20 yeah. years. I don't care. I think it's one of the daughters pointed out. It doesn't matter what gender you were cheating on her with. You were still cheating. Yeah. And that's like that's always my thing, which is why I think I appreciated this. Number one, how quickly it happens. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not like a prolonged affair. Yes. And she is clearly torn because she, Heck is a genuinely good guy that and she loves yes. but is not in love with. Yes. So anyway. Yeah. No, I'm 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 like I'm amening from the corner <laughs> over here. Um <laughs> but I mean we should probably get into talking about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um yeah, I don't, there was something I was going to circle back to, and now I have no Sorry. goddamn clue what it was. No, guys, also, we took, like, a two-hour break in the middle of this movie because we 
conversations. Well, somebody delivered a package, yeah. and so we we paused it because we were dealing with that, and then she we were talking about what was in the box, and then then it led into somehow by the end of it we, we I was talking about a YouTube series that I was yes. watching, and it led into us going into a Star Wars rant, Marvel rant, Star yeah, Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah. Like we someday we'll have to do like an actual recording of something like that, where I can get my amen my my preaching out there. <laughs> I we. No joke, guys. One of these days, there will be a bonus episode that is literally like we just turn on a microphone and just have a conversation, yeah. and it will be like four hours long, and <laughs> no like, one will listen to it. There but that's fine. There'll be four hours long, and we will have a quiz at the end. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So we we did take like a real big detour in the middle yeah. of this movie. <laughs> so so like some of our early thoughts may be a bit scattered scattered yeah um but then again as we mentioned in the love simon episode this is the first time michelle and i have like hung out in three months yeah we've not seen each other since the beginning of march yeah. so the it, there was a lot of things <laughs> that just had to happen um but we the opening of the movie we have uh it's rachel, rachel's wedding day. rachel yeah getting ready for her wedding her friends showing up um and then i i did love this because i didn't i don't like i i wasn't i was only like half paying attention at the moment because um but when it cuts from like rachel getting you know rachel getting ready and her um her friends coming over and like the you know the fangirl squeeing that happens and yeah and all that and it cuts like i was looking down at my i was looking down at my notebook and then i just hear this woman say like i want them to say i'm sorry he's dead but not that sorry and i'm like what the fuck is going on and that's that's when i look up and realize it's cut to loose in her flower yeah in her flower shop and there's she a woman has, trying to buy a bouquet that's a super british thing about this movie she has really random customers that come in yes it it rem- like it, what Miranda? Yes, what I was thinking, yeah. I was like it made me think of Miranda so much. <laughs> yeah. Like Which, favorite customer. You could make this into like a short series where you have like oh yeah, absolutely. Her and her and uh, Piper Parabu, Rachel. Yeah, figuring out how to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like because this is all new to Rachel. Yeah, so figuring stuff out, and then you have the random weird customers coming in. It would be really funny. Yeah, I'm I'm. Right and then there Tony with you. Head and Celia Emery show up every episode to give us. I, okay, I got a real penny vibe from them at times yeah and um like i was like there were definitely like a couple of moments and it might just be because like cecilia every and patricia hodge kind of have like a similar vibe yeah but like it would not have surprised me if like because we had like an after credits uh kind of little Scene, yeah. yeah little epilogue uh it would not have surprised me like if we had had Ned and Tessa and you know it was you know something along the lines of you know like Thursdays is naked bingo kind of yeah. like what you get with Miranda like it's ex- there was that vibe but yeah. anyway but it's yeah like you you kind of hit the nail on the head that, like and it probably is why I do love this movie so much yeah. is that despite the fact that you have an American actress as the lead if this is a very British movie oh yeah it won well, she has a British accent and she does have whole, a British accent yeah. which like I've never really heard her do accent work, yeah. and so that I went into it. I'm like, I literally, I don't know why, but I walked into it totally expecting her to play an American <laughs> character. And me so, too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And and so, which by the way, I love Piper Perivo because I'm a big fan of Covert Affairs. I've yeah. talked about it. I'm my, the D and D player that I'm currently playing is based on Piper Perivo's character from Covert yeah. Affairs. So big fan over here yeah um i've i have loved her for ages um 
but yeah, this this it's a very British film. Yeah, and I, and Lena Headey plays. Yeah, Lena Headey is loose. Who is the florist for the wedding? Yes. So she's trying to pack up to go to the wedding, um, and she has a line. Her friend is trying to get her to go out. She's like, "Come on, you need a love life." She's like, "I have a like life. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. But like, like that's fine. I don't need anything more." Yeah. And so she drives off to the wedding. Um, I mean, so my one of my favorite moments. Like this is the first moment we pause. They're driving to the wedding now. It's 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 Rachel and her dad and her maid of honor. Yeah, her bridesmaid. Her bridesmaid. Yeah, yeah. And they're driving to the wedding, and so they ask, "Well, how long have you and you the, know, yeah the the bridesmaid asks, how long have like, you and Tessa been married? It's like thirty years. If I killed her when I first thought of it, I'd be getting out by now." <laughs> like and then he talks about how miserable getting married was Which, and how yeah, he wanted to get out of the car like, and I run have, away. Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's like if I if I'd okay. killed her when I first thought about it, I'd be out by now. Like a free man. I remember all the way to the church. I just wanted to stop the car. Like this is a horrible mistake. But you just sit there and say nothing, <laughs> don't you? And and so eventually oh they God. get to the church. Like she stops to go to the bathroom on the way. She does yell "stop the car" right after that, which is funny. And which, then she has to go to the bathroom. Which okay, like that moment to me felt so stupid. But like literally, I was like, this is a product placement for McDonald's. Like oh, that, yeah. that's all this is. And then later when they're having dinner at the flat and like there is a box of Cheerios prominently displayed in the back. Yep. I was like, oh, subtlety, honey. Once again, I've watched a lot of Asian drama. That stuff doesn't even phase me anymore. <laughs> like there's one drama I watched where they ate at Subway for like every meal. Like you have this like multi-million mm-hmm. dollar businessman yeah. eating at Subway for like every meal. Mm-hmm. The Grim Reaper liked Subway in one show. <laughs> but anyway, so, so you said that and I don't know why my first thought was like that's a very adventure zone thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but so they get to the wedding as she's walking down the aisle. Well, first you have H and Hector or Heck talking. Yeah. Heck is meeting loose and H comes over and says uh like it starts asking her questions like she always does. Yeah, it's like it's just that thing of like she's a very precocious, very inquisitive kid. Yeah. And you know, she because, like, I, I apparently did this when I was a little kid of, like, you know, my parents, like, had, you know, would ask me, like, certain questions and I would just, like, rattle them off and, like, try to get answers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, I don't know why I identified that super hard in this movie. But, yeah, you know, she's just asking. She asks, what happens when an unstoppable force, force. meets an immovable object? And and I love Hector's, like, I've got no bastard clue. Yeah. <laughs> like It's his wedding day. He's, he doesn't. like, I, I have no idea. And But it immediately sets up the idea that, like, that you like you get the idea that like this is something that happens frequently yeah and and he he just rolls with it he he and h have a great relationship yes and then loose overhears it and turns and says that that's a trick question because something unstoppable can't be like like it can't be stopped so yeah therefore it's a trick question because it's not possible for that to yeah happen. i i wish i had gotten down the actual dialogue uh, but essentially but... it's just it's not possible for that to happen yeah and like because like, H so, immediately is like be, yeah. I like you, yeah. Because <laughs> it's the yeah it's the whole thing of like if like if an you know an immovable object like it can't be moved, moved. then you know like an unstoppable force can't be stopped. Yeah, and so the two never like, it, it can't yeah, happen. It yeah. can't exist. Yeah. So uh, H goes, can you sit with me? And yeah. Then, and so she goes in to sit with her until her mother arrives. Yeah. And. <laughs> And that's when we get the we find out how she got her yeah. name. H. It's short for Henrietta, but it's not. <laughs> and we get that. And then mm-hmm. um, mom arrives. And so very quickly, uh, Luce, Luce gets up to go. Out to go set up the reception. And on her way out the door, 
the bride catches they catch each other's Every, yeah, eyes. Yeah, everybody stands up as as yeah. in the bride is as Rachel is coming down the aisle, and I she kind of glances over. She does a double. She take, absolutely yeah. does a double take. Yeah, and that like I was like, oh, oh wow, okay. Yeah, I I knew you know, I just knew kind of from this. I was like, okay, she meets this woman at her wedding, and I was like, I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Um, and then she gets up to the front and heck tells her she looks beautiful and all the sweet, nice things happen. I, I, I love him a lot. And they get married and it's time for the reception and dancing is occurring. Yeah. Which heck is dancing with age with and it's absolutely adorable. Yeah. And then Ned is dancing and it's, he's dancing like a gibbon according to it, his wife. Oh my God. It's horrible. There, oh, there, it's so there are many bad dancers in this crowd. It's so fun. Um, Meanwhile, uh, like we said before, like Rachel, Rachel is, is like by the punch bowl. Yeah, like you see her just like fiddling like with the punch and then everything. And Luce kind of comes over, introduces herself, introduces herself, and then you know says like you know she wants something to drink, and and that's when Rachel says like yeah I wouldn't advise that I'm afraid, and then tells her you know Rachel was going to get some of the punch and her wedding ring slipped off yeah. and fell in the punch. And so Luce is like, oh, uh, you tried the ladle. It didn't work. Like, yeah, it didn't. And so Luce just fucking like rolls up her like, sleeves. I got this. Cover me. Use yeah. The dress yeah. To yeah cover use me. the dress to cover me. And I love it that like Rachel just steps in front of her and literally just like holds out her skirt. And it's so funny. It, oh, so good. And while that's happening, we meet Rob and he's and, a tool and everybody can tell he's a tool. And so my favorite thing is. She does slip the ring back on. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel, hold, yeah on. Rachel holds her hand up behind her back and Luce puts the ring and on her. And Luce comes around and shakes the guy's hand with the punch-covered hand. Yes. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> moment. so good. A beautiful moment. Um, and, and then Cooper is going to put the moves on Luce. Yeah. he met her earlier. He's got a vibe. And I was like, Bubba, you need to get your vibes checked because it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. And uh, yeah, and so like Cooper is giving the best man speech, mm-hmm. and well, Dad starts to give a speech, and Mom's like, "No, no, 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 no!" Yeah, like and he immediately like rips that microphone away. <laughs> um, he gives a good now. Cooper Coop, does do a good job at the best I, man. I speech. fully expected it to tank. Me too, because it was a British comedy, and I was waiting for this is a British comedy that did not have any secondary embarrassment. Yeah, which I appreciated because yeah. we're talking about like Richard Curtis, like. Like, uh, yeah, with Notting four Hill weddings and, and four weddings both have yes. some secondary embarrassment problems for me. Yeah. So, yeah, this did not have that. And I was so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, so he gives a really good speech. And then, heck, he's like, the reason that it took him so long to do this, it's time for Heck's speech. And Heck can't speak in front of a crowd. Yeah, he can't. Like, he just, he immediately, like, freezes up. And, and she rescues him. She does. Like, Rachel, Rachel stands they, up. They do complete each other in a in a really great friend yeah. way. I mean. And, uh, right, like, she jumps in to help Heck, mm-hmm. and and she has, she has this line, because, you know, she kind of talks for a little bit, you know, as it's almost like she's trying to feed him lines, and he's just like, not. I'm Heck, and I'm la- happy I'm marrying Rachel. Like, yeah. And so, you know, it's like she's trying to feed him lines and then like she goes on for a little bit and then he's just like, yep, leave you to it. And she's like, do you want to take over? Nope, nope, you're doing fine. And he's yeah, down and behind he, her and, he goes and, and just continues like, to hold her hand. Yes. And and she has this line in this speech where she says, you know, they say that fairy tales have a happy ending, but that they have rough passages. And, you know, but it's been smooth sailing for Heck and I. 
And I don't know, but like that line stood out and I was just like, oh, that's some, that's some foreshadowing. I'm like, obviously going into it, we know that stuff is going to happen, but I was like, I, I love the setup for that. Yeah. Um, and so then Rachel, uh, the wedding is over. Rachel shows back up at Lucy's to invite her to dinner and she tells Heck she's trying to set her up with Cooper. And Heck is like, are you sure that's a good idea? Like, Heck kind of has the opinion that no one should be forced to be around Coop, including yes. himself. Yes. Coop is his best friend, and he doesn't <laughs> want to be around Coop. So, and they're at a they're at a, an auction. They're at an auction, like getting a sofa. Yeah. And uh, this, that that whole scene is really great. It's so fucking it's, good. It's so good. Like he tells her they're only going to spend two hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah. On, on the if they go, he's limiting. Well, why do you have to limit me? We don't need a limit. I, he goes, yes, yes, we do. We're, I'm putting a limit on you. Yes, that's happening. Well, it's not even that he's saying is like that he's that he's putting a limit on oh, her. It's just the yeah. yeah. It's just that he's like he thinks that you know, like he thinks that there just needs to be one because that that's what makes it that's what makes it a challenge. And so it's like we're not going to go over 200 pounds. And so then then you know the as the auction is going. Yeah. Then you know it goes from like one hundred to ninety pounds to then it's two hundred and ten. But while that's happening, she's not paying any attention because she's so busy talking about how she has this connection with Luce. And she's like, "Have you ever met somebody that you just felt was going to be your friend?" Yeah. And and he he's he's listening to her, which you find out later. Yes. At the time, you can't really tell that, which is I yeah. thought was super good. Yeah. But uh, but he's like, okay, well, the couch. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Why aren't you doing your glare thing? And then, oh yeah, I loved it because like, and then he just tells her he lost the couch, and she just grabs the thing, goes four hundred pounds, and he just sits back. He's and like, no, drops his hands into his face. He's like, okay. <laughs> so when it when it actually like, happened, it's, it's, again, it's one of those things. It like it just it felt like such a shorthand for like you can tell this is something that has happened with them frequently. Yeah. And that this that this is just something that goes on in their relationship because because I love that like while while they're still like scoping out items and like waiting for the couch to come up to bid, you know he's just telling her he's like okay baby like you you've got to like use that red eye glare of yours on the other bidders and and again like she's not really paying attention to him because she's talking about Luce and Cooper and he's just like and he's just like yeah okay, like seriously like daggers like come on you're better at this yeah you're much better like you're much scarier than i am yeah and and it's just like it's like i appreciate what this movie did so much because the thing the thing with love triangles is that is that inevitably like it's never to me like the it's never an equal triangle it's always there is very obviously yep one per like it is obviously person A, like that's who it's supposed to be. We all know it, yep. and and most of the time they fuck up and like they pick person B, and it's just like that's wrong. Yeah. And what this movie is like, they make both people likable, mm-hmm. and like and they they never villainize. They heck. they do not, they don't villainize Heck, and in turn he doesn't villainize Loose. Yeah. And to me, that is so important to yeah. me. And like, especially the fact that this is 2005. Yeah. I'm like, that's some kind of progressive shit, and I'm here for it. Yeah. But it, but yeah, Luce and um, Luce and Coop, you know, come over for dinner. Well, we meet Luce's mom first. Oh yes, um, because mom. Luce's mom is. We find out she's she's depressed. Um, yeah. Ha- doesn't like to leave the house like that. So Luce is constantly looking after her mom. Um, and she's like trying to get her into like a club, and she's like. She's like, come on, there's there's all these clubs you could go to. And she's like, 
she, she looks at all like bridge and all this kind of stuff, but she's like, there's a bunch of coffin dodgers. I don't know why that killed me. Yeah. I laughed so I wrote coffin dodgers down. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. But but I just think it's like Luce is very like go out and do something and, and be be yeah. out there and her and I want I she's the line that got me so much, she's just like, I just want you to have a life, Mom. I just yeah. I wish you got have a life. She's like, I know. And that's and that's it. Like yeah. you don't it's just a very quiet moment between them and I just thought it was so really telling and really yeah. interesting. I don't know why. For some reason I thought that happened later. Um then they come over but yeah for, then then they yeah. come over for dinner and I love like because Luce gets come there look first. at our very expensive new couch. Yeah. Come <laughs> look at our, our new sofa. Um but the the so yeah Luce Luce comes over and like she gets there first and um she brings flowers. She obviously like brings flowers. And and there there's a little bit of like lingering looks, but it's you know no, nothing yeah. doesn't last too long. And then I love that you know that Rachel is off somewhere. She's putting the flowers in. Water. Yeah, she's putting the flowers. She's putting the flowers in water, and and so it's just it's heck and and loose, just kind of like having a conversation and you know just chit chatting and everything. And then he asks, you know, are you married? And and she says, you know, well maybe now that the laws have changed. And he kind of. Huh? huh? And that's, she says that she's gay. She's a lesbian. Yeah. And knowing that Rachel has invited Coop over to, like for matchmaking purposes, it's just this like, uh, oh, <laughs> and you can see the uh-oh in his head. He's like, well, good for you. Like, like, he doesn't say good for you, but he says something like, I don't remember what he yeah, says. Yeah, it's. But I, I can't remember. But yeah, then, no, like he doesn't even get his foot out of his mouth, and there's a door. There's a, the doorbell rings, and I went, "Uh oh." <laughs> yeah, and then in in walks Cooper, and it, Cooper is just very much of the opinion, like if it's breathing, I'm in with a chance. Yeah, and that they're at dinner. Uh, they're sitting down to eat, which apparently, apparently, that's the one uh, thing that that uh, that heck can't, heck do. can't do is cook. Which you know? I because I love later he comes home and he's he's like, "Do you want me to go burn dinner?" It's like, "Yeah, that'd be great." Yeah. So, so he's cooked dinner, and they're it's terrible. It's terrible. But they get to talking about love at dinner. Yeah, and Luz says there's nothing. You know, Luz is like, someday you'll just meet someone that. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Because they're talking about Coop. About yeah, they're talking about Coop, essentially. Because yeah. Coop's like, no, I'll never. I'm never gonna settle down. That sounds awful. And Luz is like, oh, you know, not Luz. I mean, sorry, Rachel is like, well, you know, someday you'll meet the right. You know, you'll meet someone and. And you you won't even realize it's happening, and then suddenly you'll you know you not suddenly, but you won't yeah. realize it's happening, and then suddenly you'll be friends and then lovers and and yeah. da 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 da. And the boys are both like, "Yep, uh-huh, whatever you say." Yeah, and then, and basically, yeah, basically, it's like Rachel. Rachel is describing love as like it's love is soft and warm and yeah. comfortable, and Luce disagrees. Yeah, Luce is like, no, I think you know in the first like three she, seconds. Yeah, she thinks it's you know that it's instantaneous, and so then the guys are like, okay, yeah, I'm with her. After she makes her speech, like, oh, actually, you know, I actually do agree with her. Yeah, that, that was a really fun like. And then I I love that they immediately they're like, okay, time for pudding, and the guys just Trifle. like, yeah, they get up from the table, and and like leave, and the the women like they kind of keep quibbling over it, and then just like a oh, trifle, yeah, <laughs> you know, bring out the pudding. Um, and then they're they're having drinks and stuff it, after dinner. And uh, uh, Luce has gone upstairs. Yeah, to the balcony. But the boys are downstairs. I have to do this because I loved it so much. We had to like back it up because we were laughing so um, hard. So you have this moment where 
you know, uh, Coop is like, oh, yeah, that, that love speech. It was all about me. Uh-huh. You know it was. I'm going to take her to home tonight. And da 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 And and you can see the enjoyment on that heck is you can yeah, he's the like, enjoyment oh, really? he's getting from this. You got that vibe, really? Mm-hmm. She's a lesbian, and he just grins. He as has he says it. It's this shit-eating grin. The sheer joy of it yes. is beautiful. And I and it's also just like the way that he steps out of frame is so fucking funny yeah. too. Like it's like it's so great. It's ab- then, but th- this this is where because um, yeah. Cooper was already a bit of a pig. Yeah. It just like that type of dude, and then then he says the thing of like, well, anyone can change teams, and I'm like, no, fuck you, yeah, like th- that is the root of my problem with Coop. But <laughs> but heck, sheer joy at bursting yeah. that bubble was just I, <laughs> chef's kiss. I loved it. So then, uh, but yeah, the Rachel gives her jacket to to lose to lose, yeah, and they ha- they kind of have a moment, yep, uh, and then uh, like she's almost leaning in. And then her husband comes over there and goes, Coop wants to play strip poker or strip Cooper, and I want Coop to go home. Yeah. And so they come downstairs and say goodnight. It's just, and you, you get the feeling that for Heck, Coop is a friend he can only handle in very, very small, small increments. Yeah. yeah. So Coop takes Luz, taking Luz home, and yeah. they wind up stopping for a drink because just talking. He goes, yeah. I can be your friend. Well, yeah. He, he can tell something's up. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's, Cooper is more discerning than you realize. He is. Um, as shallow as he is, he's more discerning than, than you realize. Yeah, he and he... Uh, he basically says, talk to me. Tell me your problems. Yeah. Like, tell me what's going on. You know, because, like, he's, he's trying to, like, make, like, small yeah. talk, and she's just not having it. And he's basically like, well, like, don't just sit here bored in my car. Like, come on. Yeah. And and so then that's when, you know, they, they pull off for a drink, and, and, and he gets her to kind of open up. Yeah. And, and she says that she's, have you liked someone, but they're with someone else? And he's like, well, yeah, I just say that's their partner's problem. Like, their, their problem is their partner, not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which she responds, I, I think you don't mess with another couple. Yeah. Like, you don't do that. And then, so, so it kind of goes on. But uh, he and he invites her, like, she gets a phone call to do a delivery, and it's flowers to table seven. Oh, look, it's Coop. Yeah. So like like he keeps trying and she's she just shuts him down every time with a laugh, which is the one thing I think if she were offended by it or getting annoyed by it, it almost feels at some point with the two of them, it, it feels like he's doing it to mess with her more I'd than like, and like yeah. The, the longer it goes. The longer it goes, like I do get that. Yeah. It's, but again but the beginning, yes, he's pig. Again, it it's the problem. It's, not funny it's the problem of watching a fifteen year old movie. Yeah. Of the idea of you know, as I said, like you know, my dick will make you straight. Yeah. Um, and that, and then just the idea of like also being a woman and having to laugh at something awful a man says just because, like, just to save yourself. Yeah, that's true. And so that that it rankled oh, yeah. me at times oh, yeah. for was, those reasons. I was with that too. And if she had looked uncomfortable, yeah, which she never really does, she just kind of rolls her eyes and goes, "Well, that's Coop," which yeah. it, you shouldn't have to do. But it, once again, fifteen-year-old movie. Yeah. So anyway, uh, then we get H in her school presentation. Well, before right? that, oh. well, um, uh, no, I think that's a little bit. Sorry, I again. I told you the longer my notes go on, the more it looks like the manifesto of a serial killer. It's fine. Um, no, it's before before H's presentation. Um, you have breakfast in bed. Yes. Like with, yes, I skipped that with, with heck and Rachel and, 
and you, the thing, the thing about Heck, and like it's something you know that comes up fairly early in the movie is that he fucking hates his job. Yes, he absolutely hates it. And that comes up right before dinner. Yeah, and yeah, it it comes up straight away, and it's it's never explicitly said what he does, but he's like a stockbroker kind of, and like he, he lies to people. That's the thing he really hates. Yeah, it's like, and it and what it is is that his boss Rob is constantly making him one like lie to people and also getting them to spend beyond their means. Yeah. Basically. Which, it, but, like, if, played... if this were in the leverage universe, like he'd be a mark like, for sure. Yeah. Leverage Inc. would definitely be coming Which, after him. But he's played by, I think Ben miles. Is ben name, miles. Yeah. Who's on coupling as the like gross douche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's like the Joey on coupling basically. The, the Friends version of Joey. The coming yeah. version of Joey from Friends. But and he always, like, everything I've ever seen him in, he ends up playing that kind of gross character. A little bit, yeah. So it was funny for me to see that. But, um, but yeah, so... But so he, it's during, during job, this... Yeah, dur- yeah so, so Heck absolutely hates his job. And, and it's, you know, during this kind of, like, breakfast in bed with, with Heck and Rachel, he's, you know, talking about work and, and bringing up... Um, he brings up Rob... And, and he's telling her that Rob, that Rob is dating this woman and that, that she, you know, she's like this lovely, sweet woman, but Rob is cheating on her. And, and so, and it sets up, and again, it's, it's the foreshadowing and I appreciated it a lot of, you know, you get the idea, like Rachel's not particularly fond of Rob either, but, you know, she mentioned, you know, she says, well, maybe he just doesn't know what he wants. And he's trying to figure that out, and and then Heck says, "Well, he should figure it out before someone gets hurt." Yep. And so that's, and yeah. then like it's after this that we have the the delivery, the, the delivery, delivery yes. of the flowers, and then we get H's. H has a school presentation, presentation. and you get mom, mom and dad coming in with with uh, Rachel to see the school presentation, and Luce happens to be there because H invited her because she kind of helped. Yeah, kind of helped H with it, and as it's happening. It's dark in the room. Almost hand-holding happens. Yeah, Rachel and Luce are sitting next to each other. There's some almost hand-holding. There's some fantasy. There's some fantasizing of, of near kissing. Yeah. And then, you know, the lights are flipped back on. Um, and, and, and she tries to have a conversation. Yeah. With, or when I say she, I mean, Rachel tries to have a conversation with uh, Luce and mm-hmm. Luce Bamps. Yeah. Luce is like, nope, can't do this right now. Bye. Because <laughs> Luce is, not Luce, Rachel is acknowledging that there's something we need to talk about. Yeah. Clearly. That there's something here. And Luce is like, bye. And, uh, yeah. And she just bamps out. <laughs> and meanwhile, Heck, it, no, Heck can sense there's something off in his marriage. Yeah. And he's like, well, maybe it's just because we're just married. Like, like everything kind of feels different. <laughs> so he decides to talk to Ned, which is her father, mm-hmm. to which Ned this is at like um oh, what is it called? The bonfire night. Bonfire night. Yeah. Thank you. They're having it's Guy bonfire night, night yeah. and and they're having uh there's fireworks. And yeah. And he and and dad and and heck are getting food, and he start, tries to, he's kind of trying to ask like a question you shouldn't ever ask your wife's dad. Mm-hmm. And he he starts to bring Rachel up, and he just Ned kills it. And he just says nope. You don't ever bring my daughter up to me. Be- like, we can talk about weather. We can talk about anything else. Yeah, we can talk about sport. We can talk about weather. But you, never about Rachel. Never about Rachel, because then I'll remember you're the guy that's putting up my daughter. Yeah. And just turns and walks away. And Heck's like, oh, geez. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, before that, and you mentioned earlier this being the one British movie without embarrassment humor. I'm looking at my notes. Did I block something out? I think you did because you've skipped right over it. It's it's the one bit of embarrassment humor in this movie, but even then, I don't like it. Wasn't that terrible? It's when she's renting videos. Oh yeah, the porn thing. Yeah, and so she. I did. I didn't write that down at all. Yeah. Well, but and I wouldn't acknowledge it. It it, it acknowledges that she's attracted to women and not. It's yeah, it. And she's curious. It's her. Wanted to figure it's, herself it's out. One, it's one of the few acknowledge, acknowledgements in this movie of, like, her starting to question things. Yes. And so so she does. She grabs she grabs some lesbian porn and and takes it home. And and then, you know, but so she's at home and Heck, Heck comes home in the middle of the day. And he's, you know, and again, he's just telling her, he's like, how much he hates John. He's like, I, he's like, I just had, you know, I know it's the middle of the day. But like, I just had to get away from there for a little while. And. And so that's when, you know, there's a little bit of a, you know, they yeah. have a thing. And and that's when he, he picks up the videos and, and sees what she rented. And he gets kind of, he's like, ooh, ooh oh, okay. We can watch this together. And it's like, yeah, like, like he's like, like, it's porn. Like, it's degraded. It's disgusting. We should watch it. Yeah. And, and she's just like, oh, oh, man, the girl at the video store. Like, she, oh, she just gave me the wrong one. And she's so flustered. And, and he's trying to he's like well try to spice up their marriage he is and like because that's, and, that's where the yeah the, yeah and so it's after this that he goes and talks and, and it's just you know she just completely like shuts everything down because goes to take the video back and yeah and and so uh like we're like i didn't have a problem like like no. i know th- that scene with the two of them wasn't embarrassing it was it was the, the renting it with it her was mom walking the renting in it and, like yeah. with her mom coming in yeah that was embarrassing but it's like I would have glossed over it if it weren't for the but fact. But it's important to the character. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. I just didn't write it down. Yeah. No, and I, I figured that's what happened. But it's but it's immediately after that that it's bonfire night. Yeah. And, and Heck is trying to talk to Ned. Um, and at the um, – at bonfire night, um, because immediately, like, uh, Tessa starts asking, like, you know, when am I going to have grandchildren? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh huh. So it, it's a it's a huge like thing. We're not fans. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely aren't. And the so like it, she Tessa just starts in on this, and then about that time Ned and and Heck come back, and and Rachel is basically like, "Get me the fuck out of here." She's like, "Oh, uh, something." So like, I'm so glad you're back. And he goes, "Oh, you have no idea." Like, <laughs> but actually, I think before the grandbaby thing, I think she was actually talking to her daughter about her and her husband's sex life. Yes. Yeah. Which is Tess, even worse. Tessa was. And that, yeah. that's why Rachel is like, get me the fuck out of here. And that's when the grandbaby's thing comes up and they're yeah. like, ah, ha, ha, bye. And, and then they, 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 yeah, they, they kind of step away and, and they're having this little moment. And I love, you know, Heck tells her, he's like, sometimes I, I, like after spending a little bit of time with your parents, I realize like the, like the only thing that like I'm happy like with them is like the fact that they gave me you yeah the only reason i put up with them is because they gave you i i echo that sentiment so greatly (laughs) i understand that sentiment on a deep emotional level Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's all i will say about that (laughs) but (laughs) but meanwhile um, luce and her mom or yeah luce 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 is luce and her mom are there and uh, and rachel Rachel happens to see her like yeah rachel and like heck is just kind of holding rachel they're they're kind of in this embrace and and over his shoulder she sees 
she sees Luce and her mom and she's like, can, can we just go home? Because she wants to avoid. And about that time, H sees Luce. Yeah. And H H was with uh, a friend of yeah. of theirs and she runs over in the, to, to hang out with Luce because she likes Luce so much better than everybody else. Yeah. And that's when they meet the boy and it's the love at first sight. Like the mm-hmm. little boy. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this little kid's like meeting and like they just can't take their eyes off each other yeah and that's it and loose teases her a little bit after the boy kind of kind of i guess goes to get sparklers or something yeah and loose is like oh so you have a boyfriend now and she goes it's not my boyfriend yet (laughs) (laughs) and then she asks loose about you know are you are you ever gonna get married or whatever and loose is like well i do think i'll spend my my life with someone but it won't be a man it'll Mm -hmm. be a woman and misunderstanding her the girl says, that doesn't mean you're a lesbian. I uh, I want to spend the rest of my life with my friend. I like her way better than boys. Yeah. And, and heads off. And Luce, Luce just genuinely laughs. Yeah. It's a kid. Like, it's a kid not understanding yeah. what she's saying. Um, so, and she runs off to do sparklers with the boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, which is cute. After after this, we go into Heck and... And they go home. Heck and Rachel go home. Mm-hmm. And, and he he starts to put the kettle on and she says, no, well, I think, you know, like I'd, I'd rather have a beer and you, you see this kind of look coming over his face. And then he's, you know, and he gets kind of quiet and he says, well, I was going to offer, but I wondered. And, and he's kind of choosing his words. And then, you know, then he asks if she's pregnant and she's like, she like, no, no, no. And, and he, and and so, and he admits to her. He's like, I just thought that that might explain what's been going on lately. And, like, you know, and what's the off, of, yeah. yeah, the thing, you know, what's what's off. And, never mind, never mind. Never yeah, mind. and so, and and she's like, no, no, I'm not pregnant. And he's like, well, would you want to be? Like, you I want to have a kid. Yeah, yeah and 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 I, lo- you know, and he asks her, you know. I, you know, we said that we would wait a while, but what for to be even more settled than we yeah, are yeah. now? And and the subject gets it gets tabled because before she can really respond before she, she can respond, which, which happens multiple times. Mul- that that's that's a thing in this movie that I got really tired of. Yeah. Was that was that, you know, getting cut off because that's that is one like about this movie. And I mentioned it at the top of the episode that Rachel doesn't seem to have much of a voice. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but he has, uh, heck is taking a phone call from Rob and, um, and so uh, like while he's, while he's off in the other room on the phone, she, she picks up the, uh, like he's on his cell phone and And she, she picks up the house phone and calls, calls loose yeah. and when loose answers she kind of she starts to yeah she starts to say something but hesitates and then hangs up and loose does the equivalent you know the british equivalent of star 69 and like calls her back yeah and, but, and by that time heck has come back from his phone call and he's like i'm not gonna be able to go with you to this thing i have to go to a work thing i hate it i really don't want to go yeah but i really actually have to i don't have a choice and so when loose calls back, yeah loose calls heck back answers the phone and heck, unwittingly sends his wife on a date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's he doesn't realize that's what he's doing, but that's actually what he's doing. Uh, mm-hmm. So he sends, he says, "You know, I have this thing, and I can't escort Luce, so I want you to, or I can't escort. Yeah, Rachel, no, so please, I want you to please escort my wife. wife. Yeah, please escort my wife." So they go to a soccer game, and 
uh, Luce teaches Rachel how this to. This was how to so yell. weird. It was a weird scene. It was it was real weird. It's but, only there for the end of the movie, but it is. But this like for, you know, for all of like because th- this again like this is you know they talk about like so many tropes in this movie, and and it's true and this is a trope because mm-hmm. it's something you know that that comes up quite often of the like for example you know the um or just sorry, I don't know why I said for example because I don't actually have one. Um, but it's it's the trope of the, you know, the guy and the girl are on the date. And, oh, I, you know, I I never learned how to whistle. <gasps> you don't know how to whistle. Here, let me teach you. And then Titanic, Jack and Rose spitting. <laughs> that, um, you know, but, or yeah. in the hall, uh, uh, in uh, Hitch. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. You know, and then you know the whistle becomes important at the end yeah. for you know in the rom com chase moment. Yeah. There's a formula. <laughs> yeah. To quote scream, it's a very simple formula. <laughs> anyway, um, and so that that's all that this moment is, and and what it is is like, you know, Rachel is very into the football game, and you know, but she doesn't she doesn't yell that loud, and so you're kind of shrill. Yeah, you're kind of shrill, and so Luce basically teaches her like breathing techniques that you learn in like in choir and yeah. band, you know all these kind of things, like tighten your stomach muscles and like use your diaphragm and all of these, but it's in a more hands-on approach yep. and Rachel encourages it. Maybe you should use both hands, which winds up causing a back, like a back hug situation. Yeah. Just, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's like, well, what do you mean? So she winds up showing her and they yeah. yell number nine's a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you, it, like it echoes. You see it like echo <laughs> yeah. outside the stadium even. Yeah, it's such a like it's such a like it's yeah it's such a almost sitcommy moment a little bit yeah uh so then and then they're like what do you want to do now I feel like dancing ooh I have an idea yeah so and they, they go play DDR yeah they go to like an arcade and they play Dance Dance Revolution um and then you know they're they're walking they're, they're walking back talking about flowers talking meetings. about flowers and I can't you know because <laughs> the because lilies are Rachel's yeah. favorite flower. And, and so she asks, you know, oh, well, what do lilies mean? You know, this whole like language of flowers. And, and she asks, like, what do lilies mean? And, and Lou says, don't, don't ask me what lilies mean. She's like, ask me about Here, azaleas. Yeah, ask me a different one. Ask me about azaleas. What do azaleas mean? And, and I didn't get it down, but she I tells didn't. her. And then, and then she, Rachel presses and she says, well, what do lilies mean? And, and Lou tells her, like, lilies mean, I dare you to love me. And then she kind of darts off across the street. Yeah. Lily follows. Not Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. Rachel follows. Sorry, we're talking about lilies. And yeah, just, I don't know. Broke my brain. So Rachel follows, and they have an almost kiss. They, Rachel leans in, mm-hmm. to, like, and kisses her. Like, starts to kiss her, but then then stops cold. A, a car like comes around, like honks yeah. or something. Um, and I don't remember what happens next, but I just have the note: Coop is the worst. Coop and and uh, Heck are having a drink at a bar. And once again, they're talking about like it, yeah, he's talking about a girl he wants to he wants to sleep with or whatever, and and Heck goes, "What about the flower lady? I thought you had designs on her." And he's and, and I don't know exactly what he says. Uh, it's it's something to the effect of of my dick will make her straight. Yeah, and and Heck just goes, "You're a deeply shallow man," or "You're a deeply shallow man." <laughs> yeah, like that's it. And so and then he hides behind Heck because a girl he didn't call back comes in the bar. Yeah. Uh, but Heck knows. Heck is mentioning again at this point something is off in his marriage, and he can't really talk to Coop about it because he's Coop. Mm-hmm. 
but there's something off in his marriage and he knows it and he can feel that there's something going on, mm-hmm. but he can't figure out what it is. And his wife isn't really talking to him about it. Yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, go ahead. Yeah. And then we have I, the, the conversation with Rachel and her friends at work, yeah. you know, asking like, you know, did you ever cross the street? And, yeah. and, you know, everybody's like, well, no. You know, I thought I would, but, you know, it hasn't happened. And... It's like going to Norway. It's something I think I'll do someday. But yeah. <laughs> but, I have, but it's probably never going to happen. Yeah. Um, and she's taking a heck out to dinner. Yeah. After dinner. We, yeah, we don't have... get any of dinner. We just see them yeah. in the car. And it's like, well, that was fun. Fun, fun, fun. Wasn't it fun? Yeah. Stuff is so awkward. Yeah. And so she, and he kind of tries once again kind of tries to talk to her about how mm-hmm. there's something clearly going on in their, in their sexual life at the very least there's yeah. nothing and so she's like let's go have a woods encounter essentially but yeah it's like, like she, she i don't like yeah the like she she says something about because she's like she's like oh remember the heath and like when he pulled me on like when he pulled me into the bushes and he's like i no i never pulled you in the bush like i pulled you against a tree because stinging nettles and like stinging all these nettles, like, not oh that that must have been some other guy <laughs> and they laugh yeah and she encourages him to go into the woods with her Yes. And she's unbuttoning her I, shirt and there are two men nearby. Also, like, okay, I I love frisky. but I love the whole lead up. Because it's so funny. She like, I I didn't get any of it down, but yeah. it the lead she up, has darted off without him. Yeah, she she has run off into the dark woods <laughs> and and he is just like, you know, like we have a bed, we a very a flat. We, uh, yeah, we yeah. have a flat. We have a very warm comfortable bed but no here we are in the woods because <laughs> no, you can't miss the best part he's like and now that i've taken the keys away from your mother she still have to worry about her interrupting now that i've us. confiscated your mother's key we don't that, have to worry about her that woman has sex radar and it's just like i i had to pause it uh, i had to almost die and then we could continue but yeah but they you know she starts you know like she takes off his tie and like undoes his belt and yeah which he reminds and, her this and, isn't actually necessary for him, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, uh, like, literally, like, you know, all it takes is a zip, but okay. And and then they and, hear and, something. And, yeah, it's like, and she, you know, her her shirt is unbuttoned, and then they hear something like behind the tree, and and I did love the little moment because she's the one who was like, like, okay, whoever you are, just come out there, and then he just kind of like puffs up, like, oh yeah, right, this should be me. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's like, okay, whoever. And yeah, then then two lads walk around. And they, they the meet, tree. they shake hands. It's so fucking funny. I was it like, is. It was it one is of hilarious. those moments of like, okay, we've got like two couples who are like trying to shag in the woods and then they catch each other. And then it's like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Michael. And I'm it's I'm like, that's the most British thing I've yeah. ever seen. And then they, they go their separate ways and, and they go home. But uh, the next after this, like she does go, she goes to loose and yeah. basically just like storms in and just like, and I didn't get a lot of it down, but she tells loose, like you make me feel something that I absolutely cannot feel. I am married. This has to stop now. Yeah. We, we can't keep, I can't keep doing this. It's not right. Yeah. And then she turns to leave and winds up coming back and kissing her. Yes. And they start basically making out on top of roses, which is never which, a good like, idea. The whole, like, cause it, it's several seconds long yeah. of this. And I was literally, I was like this, I'm literally thinking like, this can't be comfortable at yeah. all. The and then, fi- the and, then and then finally like loose. It's just like, okay, like, okay. Stop. So like, I have thorns in my arse. Like we had to stop. And they pull back. And about that time before they can really talk about anything, a customer comes in and, and it's, it's heck. And they're in the back, this, so he can't see the storeroom. 
Yeah, and, and, he, and so he's calling after Luce, and he's like, oh, you know, oh, like, are you back there? And she's like, no, like, don't, don't, don't come, come in. Don't come back here. I'll, I'm coming out. And she's, sorry, doing, I was doing inventory kind of thing. Yeah, and and so he he come, th- like, this is the start of of like of a trend through like that goes through the end of this movie of like showing that heck is genuinely a really good guy. Yeah. And, and it's because like he, cause he's telling us like he wants um that he wants a, that he wants a bouquet for Rachel. Yeah. And, and, and I love, you know, that because it felt a little bit like a test Yeah. because, be, because loose, Luce says, you know, you know, well, you know, what's her favorite flower? And, and he, and he goes, oh, well, you know what she likes? Lilies, obviously. She loves lilies. Yeah. And like, he's like, I have no problem telling you what flowers. Yeah. Just- and, but, and she, you know, she's like, well, you know, is it any occasion or whatever? And, and he, and he just says, and he starts spilling his marriage woes out too. And, and it just, who- it starts off, you know, where he's telling you, he's like, I just think I'm doing something wrong. I don't know what it is. But, it's like, but it. whatever it is, like, you know, it's, it's me. And if it's, you know, because he says, has she said anything when you guys were out yeah. the night? Did she say anything about me? Yeah. Did she kind of complain about me or anything? And it's like, no, why kind of thing? And that's mm-hmm. when he does the whole, you know, I just, if I'm doing something wrong, I want to fix it. I want things to go back to how they were. Yeah. And, and, and everything. And she's, she's like, well, no, she didn't say anything. But then as she's giving the bouquet, she says, you should ask her. And he says, no. What if there is something wrong? Yeah. That's why you can't ask her. Because what if there is something wrong? What if wrong? there is something wrong? Like, it's too scary. And he walks out the door. Luce goes back in only to find that... <laughs> that Rachel is scarpered out the window. And she chases Rachel down. And they have this really touching scene. They do. Um, and because... Because you know, Rachel is saying... She's like... You know, like... I like I heard him... You know, and like, I can't and, do this like, to I him. can't, like, I can't do this to him. Like this, this can't happen. You know, I can't do this to him. And so Luce just very like firmly tells her, she said, tell me to go. Tell me to go and I will go and you will never see me again. And if that is really what you want. Yeah. And, and, you know, then they have the, it, she's like, well, what do you, you know, what do you, she's asking, you know, like, well, what do you want? She's like, well, I want you, but obviously this is something that, that we can't have. And so like, they have this really long, very touching embrace and it, the line killed me mm-hmm. because Luce just kind of murmurs to her. Don't forget me thinking like, this is going to be it. Yeah. Like this is going to be the last time they ever see each other. And she says, don't forget me. And Rachel just murmurs back. I won't remember anything else. Can't remember anything else. Yep. And, and then they split off and they go back their separate ways and then we flash to Heck, who he has quits, enough and yep, quits, his, quits job. his job. Um, Luce goes to her mom yep. after this because she's so upset. And she, she is and just a wreck. Her mom just hands her, like, her mom comes in fully dressed. Which, yes, the first time, like, other than bonfire night. Yeah, the she first comes time. in dressed and ready to go out. And she hands her daughter to the clinic and says, tell me about it. Tell me what's yeah. going on. And she does. And the mom, you know, she's like, when dad left you, it broke your heart. And she's like, hearts mend. She doesn't say yeah. exactly like that, but she's like, it can mend again. Yeah. Like just because a heart's broken doesn't mean it won't mend. Yeah. And you know, you should be, and, if she loves you, that should be all that matters. Yeah. And she's like, but she's with someone else. And that's not right. And, and you have this really touching moment and only for her to then realize, wait a second, you have a date. What yeah. What's going on here? 
And so you have this, like, it breaks the tension a little bit yeah. between them. But but her mother is so there and so supportive for her. Yes. I thought that was and really which cool. And the, the actress who plays her mother, like, Sue Johnston, she is yeah. she is wonderful. She's only got, like, well, she's got, I guess, another bigger scene coming up. I didn't yeah. get her name written down because she wasn't Yeah, I mean, she's, she's not, she's really not in it a ton. And it's mainly just, she's, she's meant to be, uh, you know, like, a parallel kind of thing for, uh, yeah like for for loose and you know just to show someone just to, to see it in loose's corner because all we have yes. is loose and Edie. we didn't even mention that like the time that yeah i didn't get that in my in notes grocery store. that was so fucking funny that's how that's when uh rachel, rachel finds, finds out, out but that, yeah because at, at the moment rachel finds out that that loose is a lesbian everything changes yeah it's yeah it's a moment of like because <laughs> she's like oh this isn't just friendship i'm feeling yes it's a moment of like you you see the gay panic. Yeah. Um, um, we completely forgot about that. Like, I didn't get it in my notes because like, I, I was either. I was too busy laughing. At Matthew Good. Matthew Good and, and, and Edie. Edie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I actually said, I was like, if they weren't married, like if he knew that she yeah. preferred ladies, I think he would have been like pushing them together at that moment. Oh, that was, absolutely. That's just the kind of person he seems to be. Yeah. But, um, um, but, but after, after this scene with Luce and her mother, mm-hmm. We have drunk heck coming home, mm-hmm. and 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 I the whole thing like him just like in the kitchen like he's like oh like yeah eight eight pints of water and then like I won't, won't feel, feel a morning. thing yep. like won't feel it tomorrow, and and so he and she's like okay but like I really need to like I need to talk to you and he's and he's like did, yeah 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 like let me just let me just drink three more of these did the trope and then flipped it which I appreciate <gasps> yes so much. you because yeah this this thing like you and I both were like. Like okay, we see what's ha- we know what's gonna happen here. He's gonna fall asleep while she's in the middle of professing, and and that's and that's what we you know what we're led to believe is that she's trying to tell, heck you know she she gets him down on their their very expensive sofa, and um, and you know she kind of like goes and like paces to the other side of the room and and she's trying to tell him about Luce, and I, I love the way that she explains it is she, she's like, I went crazy. Heck. She's like, I went crazy for someone and it wasn't you. And, and she, like, there's more, you know, her kind well, of like talking says, about you know, it. We were, we were fine being friends and we can be fine. I, or not being friends. We were fine feeling what we did before and we can be fine. I will be fine with it again. Yeah. Like, I promise you, I'm not going to leave. But yeah, it's but th- like she, she turns around and sees like he's there and he, it looks yeah. like he's asleep. And, and that's, that's when, when she goes, she, the... she goes and like kneels down in front of the couch and she is basically like, just please, oh God, please wake up. Like, I cannot say this more than once. Yeah. And, and, you know, she kind of covers him up with the blanket and then, and then says like, I'm, I'm staying heck. You're my best friend. Like it wasn't an early, it was enough before it will be again. Will be again. And, and she gets up and I'm this, staying. yeah. And then she gets up to leave and he rolls and the blanket falls off and his eyes open. And, and I full on, like almost gasped out loud. It, oh God, listeners. It was so great. Like oh, man, sitting, so exciting. sitting this, you know, like six feet away on the sofa (laughs) like it was it was great being in the same room watching that reaction because literally because and it's you know she covers him up and i like i had a you know one of those flash thoughts of this is lingering yeah 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 and and so it does and and like when you see his eyes pop open and then the next thing and i like i thought this was brilliant because and because it doesn't go to anything with Heck and Rachel, it cuts to 
Uh, Luce is loading her car. Yeah, Luce is loading up her car, and she turns, and there's Cooper, and he looks like he's so fucking pissed, and he's like, "It's he's like, it's you, isn't it?" And because he has pieced it, he's pieced everything together, and he goes like, "I did hate, you know, he called he called her some kind of slut. He just called her a he's a dumb slut. Yeah, but it could have gotten so much uglier than it did. It absolutely, and And I I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to Uh, well because he says, "What happened to you? Don't mess with couples." Basically, that is more his issue. The 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 thing that like broke me was when he says, you know, like he called me in the middle of the night, like sobbing his guts out. And like telling me, and he's like, and he's like, and it's you, and like we're like, because you know Cooper, like he's like he hasn't figured it out yet, but I know, I, yeah, like he hasn't figured it out, but I have, and and yeah, it's it's the one moment Dumb, shallow Coop puts the pieces together and goes and tells Luce this isn't fair, yeah, it's not right, it's not fair. What happened to not messing? Yeah, what happened to you? Don't wreck couples. Yeah, what happened to that? Because you kind of get as much as he finds commitment and mm-hmm. and monogamy boring this is his rock couple yes he's the sean to yes the and topanga i thought it and like this is this this is the the constant in his life and yes. she wrecked it yeah i mean it's not just her fault like there's, it's absolutely there's, not but there's, there's more to it but from his perspective yes that's what's Thank happening you. i was about to get to that but he wasn't he was ugly but he ended it there and walked out he didn't yeah. get he didn't get physical. He didn't get threatening. He just was like, this isn't right. Yeah. And he leaves. Um, and then, then we get it's Rachel's birthday. It, yes. It's Rachel's and, birthday. And her mother gives her a domestic goddess cookbook. And, and look, there's recipes and things you can do with children. While that's happening, H is on the phone in the other room. And we just see her going, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's disappointed. And she comes in the room and she goes, uh, Luce is supposed to take a take me and my boyfriend to the museum, but she can't. She's going on a very long on trip. Ho- yeah, she's going on a holiday. Like and maybe while yeah, clueless to everything is my darling Tony Head <laughs> going to get the birthday cake and light the candles. Yes, and and so when uh, and I can't remember exactly what it is that Rachel says, but when when H announces that you know Luce Luce is going away on like a very long holiday. Um, Rachel says something, you know, kind of like, well, did she say when she'd be back or where is she going or, you know, just something, something to that effect. You watch the penny drop for, for for heck. heck. And who's already clearly in pain, just sitting there. Yes. And clueless mom and dad, once again, dad is bringing in the cake to blow up the candles. Heck gets up and goes, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't be here. And and we paused this like four hundred times. We did because like I um, had to I had to get down all this dialogue because yeah. you know, she he does like he he grabs his coat and he and he's leaving and like he's out the door and well, the, the really funny moment before that happens. It's funny at the same time tragic because they're having the wife and the husband are having this face off. Standing in the middle is Tony Head with a lit cake, going, Blow out the candles. Your mom got this recipe from the domestic goddess cook- cookbook. The wax is dripping onto the cake. Is anybody gonna blow out the candles? Mom is meanwhile, shut up, Ned. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not the time. It's and, yeah, he's and he, he tells her uh that because at first before he actually walks at the door, he says, uh I, can't I, I I have, have no part, I I have it because yeah. right you know, before he walks out the door right it's right before he walks out the door yeah. she tells him she's like heck I'm I'm not leaving you and he just very quietly tells her he's like if you respect me at all you will yeah and 
Um, and so, and then, you know, he's, he's storming out the door and well, but fir first he says, it's not before he says that it's like, it's not going to kill me. No, it's that's, that's as he's out the door. No, he's, he's still in the room when he says it. Cause he's, he's walking past her because the my family bad. hears that part. It's like, because, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, my bad. I got, I got well, it's important that mom hears that part. That's, that's right. That's why I said, um, that. he says, it's not the leaving that it's not you leaving. That's going to kill me. It's you loving someone more. And, and then, then he walks out the door and she chases yeah. him. And but mom and mom gets like, what? Like yeah. on her face. Um, and so she, you know, Rachel is like chasing him out mm -hmm. the door and, and it's like, I can't remember. Exactly. Don't walk away from me. Yeah. It's like, don't walk away from me. And he's like, yes, like, please say it that way. Like, like make it my fault. Make, no, it's like, make, make, make it my make, choice. Make it my choice. Yeah. Make it my choice. And, and she, you know, that's when she's, she's like, you know, but like, I'm, I like, I'm staying. He's like, like, it doesn't matter. Like you would have left me anyway. And she's like, no, like, you know, I, I wouldn't. And, you know, but that's, he tells her, it's like, I want you to be happy. Like more than anything is like, but more than anything, I wanted to be the cause of that happiness in you. Like if I'm not, I can't stand in the way. It, and the, yeah. Yeah. And this, this is where yeah. he's, I'm this, like, it's the delivery of this line. He breaks as he's that, delivering it. That oh. fucking gets me as he's delivering. Like he, he gives this line and he starts to break and, and he, you know, he's, they've been sort, you know, there's been some distance between them and he turns around and he closes that distance and he, you know, is like hands on her shoulders and like, just very affectionately on the side of her, her hand on the side of her, her face. face, like very affectionately tells her, he's like, "Don't you see? You're the unstoppable force, which means I have to move." Yep. And like just repeating that line, I'm like gonna fucking cry. Yeah. And he kisses her on the forehead. He, it, we, uh, that's a thing for me. <laughs> Once for again, I've got to get you into K drama because forehead kisses are a thing. Like because to me, like. Forehead kisses are severely underrated. Yes. It's like to steal a line from one day at a time. It's, oh my God. But just, yeah, as he kissed her forehead, he kissed her forehead and, and he leaves and, and she goes back in and, and her, and her mom is like, like, well, like, who is this other, like, who is he? And yeah, who is the lucky chap is yeah, what her dad says, which once again says so much about her dad's yeah feelings about her, which is, yeah, She's his girl. Whatever she needs, yes. he's there. And and so she's like, her name is Luce. And her mom, mom starts to freak out. Mom is in the oh, she's a woman, but you're a woman. And I, I like mom like starts a short circuit. And before she can go very far, dad sits down on the couch next to her. And okay, I'm just gonna say I wrote it down in my notes. Matthew Good and Tony Head steal these two scenes. Yes. I, like I like Piper Perbo. I don't anything against her. I think she's a fine actress. But those two men, in a weird way, steal these scenes. They they do because what they say and do is so unexpected. Yes, in a good way. And and again, it goes. And also, they are phenomenal actors. It's kind of hard. To, like, acting in are. a room with them would would kill somebody. But anyway, yeah. Oh my god. But and and it's this comes back to the point of like Rachel being the weakest character in this movie. Yeah, and so. Like I hate that they steal this scene. Yes, at the same time. I I hate it. But then again, one just having the husband in this situation being so like mm -hmm. understanding, and and it's not even under. It's like because it's something that comes up a lot of the like I just want you to be happy, 
And a lot of times that never, like that line, it never really rings true. This to me is the one time that yeah. it did. Like you genuinely feel that he, all he wants is her happiness. And yep. that if it means taking himself out of the, out of the running, then he's going to do yep. it by God. And, and so just because she's so underwritten, like, I do hate the fact that, like, the two men in this movie are given these wonderful, like, this wonderful dialogue. But also, for that time, having, like, two very supportive characters, because, like, I'm about to read what it is her dad says. Yeah. And, again, the fact that that was 2005 and he yeah. says the following. Yep. Like, I, I think it's important that it's the dad and not the mom, too. I yes. know that sounds weird, but, like, it feels important to me. I don't know why. No. It, but it does. I, I, I get it. Okay. And because, like, because I kind of felt that way about Love, Simon, too. Yeah. Because men are typically portrayed as the more strong, domineering. And, it, I okay. Toxic. <laughs> yes. You've hit the nail on the head. And it's that, like, toxic masculinity is so rampant. Yeah in in modern culture and and it's so rampant in in a lot of media like in the films that we watch and in in the books that we read and and so to have you know like in love simon like his dad wasn't toxic he was just kind of clueless isn't the right word it's just yeah you know his dad definitely wasn't toxic but you know, he was just, he was just a little clueless yeah. and, and a little like uneducated, a little, un, yeah, uneducated is, is the right word. And, but it, you know, it takes him a beat to kind of come around. But like when he does the fact that he just shoves all of the masculine well, bullshit aside. And, and in love, actually, I always felt like it wasn't that he needed to come around to his son being gay. He had to come around to the fact you that you mean love, Simon, he said love, actually, whatever <laughs> British, leave me alone. But it, in that movie, I always felt it was more like he wasn't coming around to his son being gay. He was coming around to the fact that he missed it. Yes. That was what upset him more than anything else. He missed and, it. And so in doing so, he made these comments. And it's like, never... it's like, it, yeah, it's like he's yeah. upset that like. It's never with his son. Yeah, he's never yeah. he's never upset with Simon. Like the onus is on him. He's yeah. he's mad at himself. He's like for because the fact that he, you know, he missed the fact that his son is gay. And so yeah. he like so like he's apologizing for the fact that like that he was that he was an idiot and so yeah. like he's angry at himself yes and and so the fact that because uh, it is typically you know it's a lot of you know in you know in kind of like queer storytelling it is usually the father who is like the aggressor is the wrong word but who who is the one who has the problem with it and is the yeah. one that takes longer to come around and and so because like you know i've mentioned the, the movie boy erased which is an incredible movie and like i'm not tearing yeah. it down but that's definitely the thing of like yeah. you know his mother steps up and is like you are my child i don't like we sent you to this thing and it is terrible and i i am so sorry and i will never stop asking your forgiveness for that but you are my child and i love you and will do anything for you but it takes years to finally like come around with his dad and so to have that in this movie, like for her dad to just like sit down and tell her to tell her all of this that I'm about to read, it's, 
like it's so soft and it's so well, loving. And, and the other, I think we haven't really mentioned so much. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are not a super healthy couple. No. Mom is constantly tearing dad down and ripping him apart. And dad, dad does a little bit of the same. Yes. But his is more just quiet taking it standing there. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's important to note is that he doesn't usually have a lot to say in his wife's presence. Yeah. And when he does, he's told to shut up. Yes. So this is the moment he steps up and says, no, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And, and yeah. And this, this is what her dad tells her. Um, um, when I first met your mother back in the Trojan war, um, I fell for her like a shot. And although she loved me, she married me. Somehow I always knew I was never quite up to snuff. Like we muddled through, we got through the years, but I never doubted that if she met anyone she ever really fell for, who made her realize what true love is, she'd leave me like a shot. And how could I argue? Whatever you decide to do from here, we will support you. We always will. But please, my darling, follow your heart. Oh, it's so good. And, and then she responds. And she's like, you know, like, can I borrow your car? He's like, I'll I will drive. drive you. And meanwhile, mom's like, you're not going without nothing. Yeah, ma- without ma- me. yeah. Mom says like, nothing happens without me there. And she, but she does. And this is the other really cool thing with the mom. She starts to head out the door and then realizes H is still standing there looking a little shell shocked and, yeah. and broken. And she goes, do you want to come with us? And H says, no. It's like, when I get back, we can talk about this. Okay. Yeah. And she just says, okay. And, and mom rushes out to the car and on the drive, she's like, well, there are other male fish in the sea. Like, like yeah, like, mother is like, still if, like, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, which, you know, that, that's a thing that comes up a lot yeah. in, it's, it's a shorthand. It's, yeah. you know, it's, she, it's she a shorthand is, joke. She is going to come around to accepting. It's yeah. Just, you get the idea that, yeah. yeah, she'll come around, but the, um, but yeah, like her, cause the, um, it doesn't all happen like at once, yeah. but, but they do have like with, through this conversation of like, we have the rom-com chase of like, they're trying to get across town to Luce's shop. Luce is, and Luce is already gone. Yeah. Get there and-, and, but we have like during, like while, while we're in the Range Rover, um, you have um, like, you know, her mom is saying, it's like, well, you know, like if, if heck is not the one for you, like there are plenty of other fish in the sea, male fish. And, and she's like, just kind of like blows it off. Doesn't think about it. And then you know, like at some, you know, her, then her mom like also says, um, you know, well, like, like, but you know, if you're like, like, how am I going to get my grandchildren? And, um, and then her dad says something to the effect of something to the effect of like, well, you know, like there's this new device. It's like, it's rather something like a turkey baster. Yeah. And, and it's, and like, it's about it. And like, she jumps out of the car and like runs, in, shop. runs yeah. into Lucy's shop. And, and it's a shop. Her mom has taken over running the shop. Yeah. And so she, she's like, you're the girl, aren't you? Yeah. You have a husband. Not anymore. He, he, I left him. He left me. Dude, yeah. Free now. Yeah. Let's get. And then mom's like, okay, bye. And she like turns to the customer. Have you ever ran a flower shop before? And just like hands her the apron and goes. And they, they run. And mom mom gets in the car with her. And so dad is now in the back seat, and with with uh, Tessa, and uh, Luce's mom's in the front seat yeah. with with Rachel. And they're trying to catch up to Luce. And in the back seat, <laughs> well, actually, meanwhile, we see. Heck, get home. Yeah, walk up to the roof, which he's always been afraid of heights, and and that's yes. a whole fear is a whole thing with him that kind of got deleted from the movie. Um, that because there's like a deleted scene that says yeah. he talks about fear, 
Um, but she mentions he doesn't like going out to the edge of the roof because he's always scared. Because and and actually, this is really weird that yeah. like this is in this movie because I was watching of all things, I was watching like BuzzFeed Unsolved, uh-huh. and and it came up like talking about you know it was like you know the fear of heights being you know it's not actually like that you're afraid that you're going to fall, it's that you're afraid that you're going to have the impulse to jump. Yeah, and and so. Rachel has, you know, she mentioned that to Luce while they were having, you know, dinner at the flat. Yeah. And so, you know, she says, you know, like, she gets, she seems like, heck, it never comes up here. And it's, it's because. He, he doesn't even like seeing me come up here. Yeah. And it's, it's that's what she says is that he, you know, it's like, he, like he has this, you know, fear of heights and, you know, they, they say that it's, you know, that it's not so much the fear of falling as it is jumps like, but he hates it when I'm too close to. And, and so when. So heck is standing at the, he actually walks up and stands at the edge kind of looking over and then h is there yeah and they have this really cute scene of her going are you still sad yeah and he just kind of starts to cry Which she I, I love i yeah because like she i love it she's like she's like you know it's like here like I, I brought some sweets i didn't know what you like so i just got pick and mix and, and he kind of cries a little and he says he doesn't he wishes he hadn't done the right thing because even when she's with me out of guilt she's still with me kind of yeah thing. But he knows he's done the right thing. But part of him is, is yeah himself. But oh, just it, and, and he just wraps his arm around H and yeah and holds her and, and H. You can tell H and he have this really special they, bond. Yeah, and that to me is like one of the things. That, well, that, and Luce and H have a bond too. I yes. love that that is not left out. That yes. Anyway, sorry. No, I'm I I'm totally with so, you. So then we're back in the car. Yes. And mom and dad, Tessa and Ned, are in the back mm-hmm. seat. And she tells him, you were always enough for me. Mm -hmm. And they have this moment and he basically says, then can you be kinder? He's like, he's like, I can go get pills for, for the problems (laughs) that you think we have, but can you please be kinder? Yeah. And that hit me because like, I don't talk about a lot on the pod, but I have, Mm -hmm. I have one grandparent still living. Yeah. She's a menace. Like she reminds me of Tessa Mm -hmm. in a meaner way. Yeah. And she was always like that with my grandfather. Mm -hmm. And I always wished my grandfather had just said, be kinder. But yeah, but she said, he says, be kinder. And she kind of nods and says, yeah. And then he says, take the left up here. It's usually clear. And, and they and immediately run into a traffic. She trail. makes the comment of my husband is useful as a fart in a jam jar. <laughs> and he goes, shortest honeymoon in history. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But you do get the idea that the two of them are going to, they're going to yeah. be a bit better to each other. And I, I think yeah. that is something else as a B plot. Mm-hmm. I friggin love. Cause yes. that's rare. So they get caught in traffic. Luce is also caught in traffic with a very horrible cabbie that I'm not yeah. even going to get. Yeah. Into we're not going to get horrible. That. Um, um, she calls her, you know, uh, she called Abby. Like, Rachel. Called Abby? Rachel. I don't know where you got Abby. Rachel calls no. Luce and Luce says, I can't do this. Nope. Nope. Not even going to talk to you. Bye. Yeah, and he's at the phone. So she gets on top of the car, and if, she does the yell. Yeah, and then she yeah, realizes, it's, it's because like yeah, because yeah. there there's a there's a guy like there's a delivery yeah. guy on a bike like riding through the traffic, and and he's singing, and while while Rachel was on the phone with Luce, she heard it, and then the guy like drives past her. She's like, I I just heard that, and so she gets on the thing. She realizes yeah. Luce is in the same traffic jam. She yells. Eventually, Luce gets out of the car, mm-hmm. and they they run to meet each other. Yeah, she's like, "I'm gonna try this. We're gonna do this." He's like, "I can do this." Yeah, and they run to meet each other, and they kiss. And mom and dad are kissing by the car. Yeah, I love that part a lot. Yeah, that and, that, that, that the, the parallel, like the yeah, yeah I love and, that. And and then 
and mom like, is meanwhile lucy's <laughs> mom's in the car honking the horn because she's so excited but yeah you know like and it it you know, we, it cuts back to the kiss and, yeah, and, and then, and then it goes dark. And for a split second, I was like, Oh, I didn't quite expect it to end there. Yeah. But I'm like, but then again, I don't really know what else we would have, but okay. You know, yeah. and, and, and the credits are rolling. The credits are rolling. Yeah. And then we get an after credits epilogue. Which we saw someone in the cast list was in this and we we're like, Oh, I never saw her. We must've just missed her. Like, Oh yeah. She must've just had like a little two second thing in the background. We must've missed her. And no, for, no, we got her camera yeah, now. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. So that, that person is Angel Colby. So we, earlier on in the movie, which we didn't really talk about it, but just briefly, uh, it's mentioned that heck, heck always wanted to write a book on travel. Yeah. And he never did it because he never got around to traveling between Rachel and work and life. And, and now Rachel. He has, and, and yeah. <laughs> and so it ends with him getting on a plane because mm-hmm. now he has the time and he doesn't mm-hmm. have Rachel. And he sits down next to Angel Little Colby. Colby. <laughs> and there was cheering in my house. Yes. Because we both went, oh, this is where this is going. Yeah. We vote yes. <laughs> yes. And, and so, yeah. They're, they're, it's so funny because like, it's just, it's immediately, you know, just like that, that yeah. love at first sight kind of attraction and, and the, um, and they're like, they're kind of like making small talk and, and, and she, like, she says something stupid and she like kicks herself. You can see. Oh, like you just see her like mentally kicking oh, herself. He says he's writing a book. And she goes, I can read. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Oh. Yeah. He, cause he, yeah. He's, he's like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I just write this book. He's like, Oh, that's great. Cause I can read and, and like it's just you see her like mentally facepalm and um, so funny and then um like it, it flashes over and you see coop has a baby which was weird we, yeah that we came were, from nowhere literally, we were like that's the, the weirdest fuck? like insert shot moment like maybe he's had a kid all along and we didn't know which like okay that would be a plot twist right that would have been an important plot twist that i would have liked to have been aware of yeah uh, but so and we see that we see and then we you know we see we see Rachel and Luce Rachel and Luce being, sitting out in the cold together <laughs> yeah just you know being very coupley and cuddly but then it goes like the last one of the last the, things we the see the last shot is it's back to the two of them it's, and it's he, back to heck and, and he asks how long the flight is and she says 24 hours plenty of time and he just turns and looks at the camera and kind of raises an eyebrow and then like, and he and then he just breaks out into like this this amazing grin and then it just goes black and like the credits roll and like i said like it looks like he's about to laugh yeah and and so and i told you like what i said like immediately after the movie i said like one it's like my favorite like fourth like fourth, fourth wall, wall break. break outside of deadpool uh, in like, like a rom-com for yeah sure. definitely like best like fourth wall break in a rom-com but and the thing like and what i mentioned is like it has that feeling of like it's like that this specific cut like he just like you know they did the line and then like he just kind of looks at the camera and like he's it was about, probably supposed to be like an outtake yeah it was probably supposed like it, the cut was probably supposed to happen earlier and they let it run kind of thing yeah. it's just the feeling that it has yeah but like it we were we were just like cheering like I was it was like, yeah it was angel colby <laughs> it was so funny and so good because angel colby for those of you who don't know played gwen on merlin yes which tony head played uh uther which is which, arthur's father yes which um there is a series if you can find it it is so good um it's uh there's a series called dancing on the edge and it is it's Tony Head, Angel Colby, and Matthew Good. And I forgot Matthew Good was in that. Yeah. That. Yeah, he's the reporter. That. And then uh oh my god. 
I think it's Chuetta Ledger 4. Sorry. Oh. Because of, like, the timing of, like, when it came out, I was like, fuck, is it David Oyelowo or is it, or is it <laughs> Chuetta Ledger 4? It's one of the two. Which one is it? It's, it's Chuetta Ledger 4. Um, but it's, it is an excellent series, and I loved it. Because, um, I mean, amazing people. How could I not? Um, so do they stay together? I think so. Sure. Why not? I mean, it... <sighs> Again, we, they have no personalities to base that on. Yeah. That's probably the biggest nitpick negative I have in the movie. Yeah. Is neither of them have big personalities. Luz has some. Mm-hmm. She has more than Rachel. Yes. But neither of them are, are to me, fully fleshed out characters. Like, Agreed. Because, like, see, I'm also the person who wants to know why someone fell in love. Mm-hmm. And these two looked at each other and fell in love. Yeah. Which is, I think, harder for me to connect with, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll agree I with that. I felt the tension between them. I thought that, that they had good chemistry. All I that mean, kind of stuff. I mean, everybody in this movie had amazing chemistry. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. I just, I'm the person who wants to know why you fall in love with someone. Like, like what led to that moment? Yeah. And I didn't get that. And that's <laughs> hard for me. Yeah. I mean, like, this, you know, this movie... This movie's not perfect, but yeah, any oh, means. no, and no, and, yeah. and yeah, it it has some issues. It has some lines though, guys. Like, I'm, oh my gosh, like, they're it so is, good. It is full of like fucking amazing one-liners. Yeah. It really like yeah, it's so good. Um, but it's like how how would you rate this movie? It's it's so weird. I'm gonna give it a four, but it's a really? softer four. Okay. Then, like, Love, Simon was, like, a solid four. Like, that was a solid four, almost four and a half. This one is a softer four, and it's mostly because of the humor. Yeah. Than the main character's story. It's mostly the side characters. And and the fact that it is a different type of story than what we usually see. But it's the side characters that made, that elevate it for me. Yes. I mean, as... I mean, I love Lena Headey a lot. Yeah. Which doesn't hurt. But... Yeah, the, the, for me, the side characters were so can, interesting. Can I just say something that popped into my head going into this movie? And I mean, she's definitely, like, more fleshed out than that. I mean, she's still not, like, like fully fleshed out. Yeah. But, the, you know, she has more meat on her bones than what I was expecting. Because literally, I, going into this movie, I fully expected her to be, like, a Zoe Deschanel level. Man, it it girl. Me too. Yes. Me too. That's, that's 100% what I was expecting. And so the fact that that is, n- like, it's not the case. Like, mm-hmm. it really isn't. It is not. Um, I will say, like, as far as, you know, like, queer representation goes, this movie's definitely far from perfect. But, again... Like it, you know. Yes, it's a rom com. It's it's more of a traditional rom com yeah. than Love Simon was. Uh, true, true. Like because, and that's because Love Simon was also a coming of age movie. Yes, absolutely. Like it, Love Simon is a it's a rom com in the way that like John Hughes movies are rom coms. Yes. Um, like Imagine Me and You was definitely more of it was more of a traditional rom com. Yeah. And um, and y- again, like. I expected like characters to be villainized and, and, yeah, I and think they were the thing is I was super pleasantly surprised on a reviewing. I might rank it lower. Yeah. But because I was so pleasantly surprised. Yes. By, by the, the attitudes that the movie took itself yes. and stuff like, like nobody was villainized. Nobody, none of that. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that aspect of it. Like honestly, like other, um, Right, like I'm sorry, I like my brain had like three different thoughts at one time, and like they 
collided. Um, yeah, other other than like as we mentioned, like Rachel being very flat, mm-hmm. um, like Rachel is just not incredibly well written. Um, because and because that's I don't even know what Rachel does for a living. Like we saw her in an office, but I didn't actually catch yeah. what she did. I think she might have been a proofreader. Yeah. Because like some kind fixing, of editor kind of she kept yeah. fixing misspellings, but like I didn't really know. Yeah, it's like, like she she didn't exist outside of outside of love, which is always something we we talk about. Yes. Like they need to exist outside of a relationship, and she had relationships with her family and stuff that helped. Mm-hmm. But it just it felt like she was missing, like we were missing a big piece of her. Yes, it she Rachel felt very flat. Mm-hmm. Um. He said, loose, loose, not so much. And the thing, like, the thing about Rachel feeling flat as a character, because, you know, when you think about it, like, this really wasn't too many years after, like, Coyote Ugly. True. And so Piper Perro gets a lot of shit for that movie because it's not great. I don't mind it. I mean. <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's not, it's not that great of a, like. Yeah. It is a. I've only seen it once and it was a okay. long time ago. It is a piss poor script. But it is superbly acted. Yeah, and the music's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, having like Maria Bello and John Goodman, and yeah. you know, and like that, and like and, you know, this and it being kind of one of the you know, like the first thing that she got really noticed for. Yeah, because this movie, like, it kind of like her star rose very quickly, and so because she kind of led that movie, I think going into it, people expected more like she because to an american audience she was the star to hang this on yeah like and and so the fact that like her character is so underwritten i can see why it's like it was so poorly reviewed but that's something that we always talk about with with other ones like with other rom-coms that that is always an issue when you underwrite yes the characters and you you don't give us Mm -hmm. like information about them we had her family information which was super helpful Mm -hmm. but like other than luce's mom and like three scenes with edie maybe Mm -hmm. maybe only two yeah two i think like two scenes with edie we don't know a lot about luce either yeah like we see her relationship with her mom in in like three scenes and we see her relationship with edie in two scenes but they they it, it's always hard when they, when they don't exist outside of each other. In this story, it was necessary. Yeah. Um, it just it, it's weird to me that the side characters got way more fleshed out. It felt like. Yeah. And even them, we don't have a lot of information about. They're just quirky characters. I hate to say that because it's a British movie. The yeah. side characters are your quirky, fun mm-hmm. characters, and and your your main couple is usually the less fleshed out couple. It's just yeah, that's actually it's, it's a usually thing from that yeah, time. yeah, they're. And so it's it's not just because I don't think it's just because this is a, an LGBT movie. I think it's just yeah. I just think the writing, the writing could have done better. And I mean, I will say I think he got better as a writer based on other things he has mm-hmm. written. The best exotic marigold, for example. It, yeah, it's a, he took, it's a fantastic movie. He took that ability to have quirky characters and put them all in the same place. This guy writes really good quirky characters. Yes. Um, like we mentioned, Mamma Mia too, which he wrote and directed. Mm-hmm. I love once again the side characters in that movie tend to mm-hmm. steal that movie because you've got freaking uh what's her name Mrs. Weasley oh my god yeah but you've got her and uh and uh I literally like I could have told you her you, name until you asked me I'm sorry you have the 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 best friends yeah. of Donna 
and then the possible baby daddies. Mm-hmm. They are so in the first one and in the second one, there there is something so special mm-hmm. and vivacious about those characters. Yeah, that even though like in the second one, Sophie is ostensibly the main character, mm-hmm. and Lily James does a great job as a young Donna. But in the in the modern stuff for the mm-hmm. for the flashbacks, Sophie's kind of the main yeah character. But and I like I really really like uh, uh, the girl who plays Sophie, whose just name just left my head too because everybody's leaving my head. But it's the same situation in that you have oh these, Amanda Seyfried. Thank you, Amanda Seyfried. You have these wonderful. Uh, you have Julie. Uh, w- Is Wal- it Julie Wal- Walters? Waters Walters. Because like I yeah. don't know why like Harriet Walters was the first Harriet Walter was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, no, it's not Harriet. It's Julie. It Julie Walter and no, uh, and something uh, like that. and uh, Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski. I was like, not Wendy Malick, the other one. <laughs> my brain always always conflates the two. Wh- so Wendy, yeah. for a long time, Wendy Malick was like the TV Christine, Christine Baranski, yeah. and now Christine Baranski is on TV. Just shoot me is on Hulu, and I watched like the first. Oh my two god! Episodes. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Oh my god, I had such a huge crush on Laura San Giacomo. I really did. But um, but anyway, so so it's the same thing in that movie. Like, and he that's another one he wrote, which is yeah. why I'm bringing it up. It's the quirky characters in the side really fill in everything. Well, like when when you think of because like you know another like very famous you know British rom com, four weddings and a funeral. Mm-hmm. These like t- you know they came out like well like maybe like. Ten, I can't remember when Four Weddings came out. Was it like 95, 96? Something like, doesn't like matter. that. It was like within like a decade of each other. Yeah. And like you, because you have Charlotte in, in Four Weddings and a Funeral and she's the kind of, she's the real like quirky character. Like, yeah. with, like you know, like the fire engine red hair and like, you know, can't get her shit together. Now, I will and, say every character in this movie to me is more fleshed out than most of the characters in Four Weddings. That, that's, that's the point. That's the yeah, point that I was sorry. making was that like the quirky characters in this movie, like they feel like real people yeah. and not just quirky. I just wish that that had extended to the main character. Yes. But and, once again, like I said, that's the same thing in, in Mamma Mia 2. Sophie, there's a lot going on. You said you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, she, she finds out. We find out fairly early on she's pregnant. Yeah, and we sort of get her feelings about that in about the middle to end of the movie. Yeah, but but it just it feels it, it. She always feels more flat in that movie than everyone else. Yeah, because I mean, number one, she's trying to fill the roles of Mer- the role of Meryl Streep, which just no one can do. Yeah, but but also because you have these quirky. I mean, Pierce Brosnan and. Uh, uh, Colin Firth, Colin Firth and, and Stellan Skarsgård yeah. and Christine Bransky and Julie Waters they are just hysterical all the time mm-hmm. so Julie steals it's, everything I mean, she's in when, if you're going to have like an entire roster of quirky characters you need a straight man which is what I think the, the Piper Parabos character With does Rachel, in this movie yeah. I just wish she was a little bit more fully drawn I've, I, I've I agree. about that like five and times I'm sorry no I <laughs> And to be perfectly honest, like I expected you to give this movie a three and a half. I debated, but the humor blame Matthew Good and, and Tony Head because well, the I mean, humor. In I mean, the, the like, really the because like, I'm I'm going to give it a four as well. Yeah. And 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 it comes down to like again setting aside the fact that like Rachel is very underwritten. Yeah. Um, like I think this movie is superbly acted. Yeah, it's charming. It absolute charming is the perfect word. Yeah, for it, it is. It is a charming movie, especially if 
you like British humor. Yes. And other than like secondhand embarrassment, we've talked about, we really enjoy yes. the wry British humor. And this is full of that. Yes. And uh, yeah, I, I really like, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fully came into this movie expecting like, be, just because of like what I had heard about the ratings, yeah. I had fully expected it to, to be an absolute train wreck. And it, it like it wasn't yeah. and like i've like i expected to hate every second of it and i i loved it yeah I, it and was, it's, it's enjoyable right yeah and so um yeah i mean you know like and again like it's it's slim pickings for kind of lgbtq yeah. movies and so the, the fact that you know this one was from 2005 is mm-hmm. and that it pretty much like again like cooper could do with a rewrite but other than that yeah. It, it really holds up. Yep. And so I, I found that pleasantly surprising too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but um, I could probably just ramble for a lot longer, but I will <laughs> shut up. So uh, do you have anything else to add, darling? Uh, no, that's it for me. All right, then that will get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. As always, we thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.